Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. A very good afternoon to you, our cherished listeners and viewers. Also, it's always super exciting to come your way every Wednesday with your favorite business development program on Radio Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, they say good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. Masterclass is also brought to us by First Code Management Services. They say industry, get it right. Masterclass comes your way every Wednesday at 1.15 p.m., 1.30 p.m., I beg your pardon, and runs all the way through to 2.15 p.m. here on your superstation, Joy 99.7. In the last couple of weeks, we've been having a very wonderful and well-resourced conversation, if you like, with a lot of information and content on facilities management. We've looked at the various aspects of of it, introducing it, health and safety, and all the aspects of facilities management. We hope that we've been able to share some information that will help you if you are responsible for managing the facility in which your company works. If you are a CEO, you're a GM in charge of operations, if you're a facility manager, you're a private contractor, we hope that the information that we've shared here in the last couple of weeks has been helpful. Today, we culminate that conversation in a final edition of this conversation on facilities management. And today we're looking at environmental stewardship and sustainability. Last week we spent some time talking about health and safety. Uh, and the week before we spent some time talking about various aspects of this conversation. We're happy to have back here with us in the studio for this conversation the president of IFMA Ghana and the president of Mr. Kweku, Samson Opari Adjiman. Um, Samson, you're welcome back to the conversation. Thank you very much, yeah. Um, opening this show and preparing for this conversation today, I I sort of had mixed feelings. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but like all things in life, nothing is permanent. Sure. And so we have to move on and hope that we get the opportunity to have this conversation again. But 
today we conclude that conversation on facilities management. Today we, we sort of bring it to a close and leave some reminders, if you like, in the minds of our listeners and practitioners, you know, across the country. I've had tremendous feedback from my, my contemporaries within the industry who, who have been listening to, to, to our show here. And I'm, I hope that today, um, if, if you're listening, they are not, please give them a call, send a message to someone. Remind them that Masterclass is live on Joy 99.7. And we're having the concluding edition of today's conversation on facilities management. We'd like to hear your voice when we get interactive. And so we can sort of round up and leave some conclusions or takeouts that we can all sort of refer to in our journey in managing our facilities so that that contribution to the economy, our businesses in Ghana as a whole, will continue to be meaningful. Sure. So today, um, let's just do a quick recap. Last week, just a few Darling. sentences. Okay. And then let's sort of go straight into today's conversation on mm. environmental sustainability and stewardship. Sure. I mean, one of the things that comes to my mind are the sustainability de- development goals. Exactly. They don't want to talk about sustainability, mm. but I'm sure that we will, go, we will go into that into exactly. detail. So a quick recap, and then let's go into today's conversation. Thank you very much, yes. Yel. Very good afternoon to our listeners. Be- before you do that, though, yeah. just remind our listeners that we're streaming live on Facebook. Um, you can always join us, um, myjoyonline.com, masterclass, JB Masterclass, and you can also join us. And to remind us that today's show is brought to us by Goyle. They say good energy and first good management services. They say industry, get it right. If you're a startup investor, you're an SME, you're a business owner, you're looking for support in company formation, in business setup, in training, in research, First Code Management Services are the place to go. You can get through to them today on 0302-297-2263 or 0302-297-2264. First Code Management Services, they say industry, get it right. Um, could you talk to us? Thank you very much once again. Uh, a very good afternoon to our listeners and uh, uh, a good afternoon to the IFMA chapter of Ghana, uh, all the members across the nation. Uh, I want to say a big thank you to them for the support and for the feedback they've been giving to me mm. after each masterclass. Mm. It, it's been very helpful, I must say. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, I mean, for the past four weeks or so, we've been discussing facilities management, and it would be nice to just have a, a short recap of what we've been doing all mm. this while. Yeah. Quite remember the first week we, we looked at um, facilities management and we looked at the overview of facilities management, and um, we're trying to uh, bring home the 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 profession facilities management, what it entails and what it is not. Yeah, I remember you asked a question that um, uh, is facilities management a jack of all trade. That was an interesting one, and 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 I remember I told you that not at all, not at all. Facilities management uh, is a profession in the first place, and it has a scope. Okay, if I put the scope into 11 competencies and every professional or trained facilities manager must be equipped with this 11 competencies. I must say that in Ghana, uh, most of us have fell accidentally into the profession of facilities management. And uh, when I go around, I meet facilities managers, I, I see about 80 or more than 80 percent untrained facilities managers Although professionals in the area of facilities management, because um, facilities management encompasses multiple disciplines, you find the electrical engineer doing facilities management, you find the architect, you find a mechanical engineer, you find more of the land economy guys, you know, into facilities management. You find some surveyors uh, um, doing facilities management. Um, 
uh, I, I must say that facilities management is not all that these professions that I've mentioned. Facilities management is a profession. It's a profession in the built environment, and we establish that the facilities managers ensures the safety of the built environment. They ensure the health of the people working from the space, and most of all, they ensure the productivity of the business. And therefore, facilities managing add value, bring profits, and reduce cost of operations of businesses. And 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 and, and therefore that. It's what we, we, we mentioned in the summary that uh, facilities management is all about. I'm sure we'll, we'll just share a few more thoughts when we get interactive. Exactly. But I think that this sort of summarizes it completely, if yeah. you like. Exactly. You know, um, so let's, let's go on straight to today's content. Okay. And when we get interactive, we'll sort of, we'll, we'll sort of come back again. Yes. Exactly, yes. exactly, because of our time. Yeah, yeah. So today, yeah, we, we're going to discuss uh, environmental stewardship and sustainability. Very important topic not only for facilities managers, but because we are talking facilities management, we will try to narrow it a bit. I mean, in the discussion, we can open it up, but um, I would narrow it a bit to facilities management. Yeah. And facilities managers are professionals that work from the built environment, and therefore we'll concentrate more on the built environment. So we can talk of commercial built environment, we can talk of residential built environment, we can talk of industrial buildings, um, and we said the research has shown that those are responsible for nearly half of all global energy consumption and greenhouse gas emission. Very serious. Humans also spend about 90% of their time indoors. So we are talking the built environment now. You and I, most of our times, we don't spend it outside. We don't send, spend it in the, in the natural environment. We are at our workplaces working from 8 to 5. Some work to about 9 o'clock. And then you move from there. You go to your house, uh, spend some time, go to bed. And uh, I mean, the cycle goes on like that. Research has shown that we spend 90% of our time indoors. That makes the facilities manager or the profession facilities manager a very key area in looking at when it comes to sustainability and environmental uh, stewardship. This makes indoor environment a very critical component of health and well-being and productivity and safety. Because if you are spending all this time um, in, in, in a built environment, uh, then the question is how, uh, how safe is our, our, our built environment? Um, how how um, um, healthy is, is our built environment? The air that we are breathing in in our built environment, are they conducive enough? Are they healthy enough? Are they bringing us some illness, diseases that we, 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 we don't know of? Diseases of um, uh, VOCs, you know, volatile organic compound that uh, we inhale in our, in, our, in, our, in our offices, in our built environment. Uh, it is very important that attention is given to to these things because we spend 90% of our time in the built environment. Yeah. Doing this, you see that we have some key challenges which affect our environment. Challenges that causes, you know, illness. Challenges that affect our working processes. Challenges that affect even the environment at large. And so, 
because we are working and we are using so many things things like energy we are using water we are using light we are you know using furniture and all these things are in a built environment and this is a space that we spend so much time in now these things affect the environment and how are we giving attention to them how are we checking that because we spend all this time in the environment these things are giving the much needed attention and they don't affect our 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 health our our lives our productivity at the workplace at the end of the day research has shown that energy facilities uses more than 30 percent of all global energy in construction and operations we are talking about carbon footprints okay emission of co2 okay that affects humanity so much both human and animals and a natural environment at large and activities that we 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 do as um, human beings the facilities that we use contribute 30 percent of the global energy in construction and operations those things exhibit or emits co2 and what are the checks that we have in our work spaces what are the checks that we have in our organizations to check some of these things CO2 emissions research again have shown that 40% of all the worst CO2 emissions come from buildings. Come from buildings. And 40%? 40%, my brother, come from buildings. And therefore, the facilities manager cannot run away from sustainability and being an environmental steward. Mm. Okay? The facilities manager is a key agent of environmental stewardship. And he must be... Uh, 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 the lead, okay, of educating and and getting people aware of um, the CO2 emissions. Again, we spend, like I said earlier, we spend about 90% of our time indoor, and we are talking about people here. We are talking about people here. Um, when I, anytime I read about sustainability, I, I, I sort of um, think more of now we have given statuses for the built environment, but I sort of think of more the the people. I mean the human uh, involvement, and therefore focus must be shifted more from sustainability in looking at uh, the built environment, buildings and construction and what have you, but put a focus on on the people because people spend all their time in this space and at the end of the day um the effect is on human beings the effect is not on the built environment mm. the effect is not on our building the effect is on human beings and therefore we must think more awareness of human beings than even our buildings and our and, and our constructions yeah so these are some of the things that affect us in our in our in our in our built environments what is sustainability? What is sustainability? I picked it speaking from the UN Brentland, nineteen eighty-seven. What did it define uh, sustainability to be? The development that meets the needs of the present, without compromising the ability of the future generation to meet their own needs. So, as we develop today, are we thinking of the future? Are we just building the skyscrapers, you know, and emitting all the the gases 
that comes with it in construction without thinking about the future generations. Sustainability uh, caution us that as we are doing this, as we are developing, as we are building our uh, uh, environment, what is more important is not to compromise the future generations. Yeah. Not to compromise the future. And how do we do it? We do this by moving more into sustainability and finding alternative, safe ways of constructions. Finding alternative, safe ways of using energy. Finding alternative, safe ways of using water. And finding alternative, safe way of using our lands. That is all sustainability is talking about. For us in the in the built environment, um, IFMA puts you know sustainability in eight major categories, and we we, we can look at this. Uh, uh, the first one, uh, they talk about energy, and IFMA try to give the alternatives, okay, um, of energy that will reduce that forty percent that research has shown that construction you know emits. And if my so saying that we must move from, you know, the artificial uh, generation of energy to more sustainable, to more natural way of generating, you know, energy. So we are talking about uh, fossil fuels. We are talking about nuclear. We are talking about solar energy. We're talking about wind and ocean turbines. You can talk about more. And and this is very key. This is very key in managing our, our facilities. Yeah, you were just discussing with me some challenges that you have, you know, on, on the job, and your alternative, you know, energy even even went off. Eh? Um, it, it, it it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't give you a negative effect because you see, you can have failures at any time. But the more important thing that you have an alternative, okay which is a natural and more sustainable way of, you know, replacing your energy when your generator goes off. How many of us have an alternative um, um, energy uh, to replace our generators, to replace our power coming from the main grid when we, we shut down? IFMA is saying that it's important that we have this alternative energy system to replace our grid system and our generators and what have you. Water, how are we treating water? How are we treating water in our construction, in our irrigation, and in, 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 our, in, in the usage in, in our homes? Um, are, we, are, we, are, we, are we checking uh, even our plumbing systems in our home? Uh, how much water are they losing that we don't know? The facilities manager ensures that you are not just using water and losing water, but you are using water efficiently. Okay, using water efficiently. Materials and resources, both the built environment and all materials used uh, uh, within the within the, the the built environment. What kind of materials are we using? What kind of material are we using? Natural materials that has not emit gases that are not affect our environment. It is very important that we are cautious. The art, architects designing buildings are very cautious in selecting of what our materials for our finished products. It's very key. Then we talk of indoor climate, which we have we have mentioned it because we spend about ninety percent within it. We have to make sure that the indoor uh, climate, um, uh, the gases we are inhaling 
in our indoor climate are healthy gases. We have to make sure that we are not using materials that are emitting VOCs and water view. Even our cleaning agents, okay, the chemicals that we even use in our in our in our built environment, cleaning our floors, cleaning our washrooms and water view. What kind of materials are we using? Are they sustainable? Okay, are they materials that are not emitting um, hazardous, you know, um, gases? Very important. The facilities manager is responsible for all these things. He must make sure that he's selecting um, environmentally friendly chemicals in doing all this. The facilities manager in all this uh, um, uh, sustainability business, we say the facilities manager is the primary partner to environmental stewardship and sustainability. Why? Because he is the person that is responsible for the functionality of the built environment. And therefore, one of the core competencies that must not be mixed, that a facilities manager must have, is the expertise in sustainability. Mm. Yeah, the expertise in sustainability. Quickly, uh, um, because of our time, let's move to um, digitization, electrification, policy, and and stewardship, which are just key in investment to to consider when we are we are we are building and when we are doing our businesses. One of the things we want to look at is the IOTs, yeah, is the IOTs, yeah, um, Internet of Things. Mm. Okay, trying to eliminate more of human, you know, face and human involvement and use more technology. Mm. Okay, so that we are not. Uh, emitting COT more, but rather we are reducing it and um, um, uh, more oxygen into the uh, atmosphere. One of the things that we did recently that made me so happy in Ghana is the planting, the tree planting, national tree planting or something we did recently. Yeah, this is environmental stewardship, mm. and the nation did so well in doing that. The planning that went in, the mitigation that went in. Uh, the preparation that went in mm. and how we all did it was very fantastic. Yeah. And this is a stewardship that we encourage every business, you know, to be involved in, every family to be involved in. Tree planting is one of the things that facilitates our SDGs, our Sustainable mm. Development Goals, your favorite area. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as you, as you talk about um, all the things that we can do as facilities managers or in that field, yeah. I, I I couldn't, I couldn't help thinking about the SDGs, and it's just yeah. as well that you mentioned them. Yeah. Because if you look at the SDGs, there are a few of them which speak directly to what you said. And your definition on environmental stewardship is so apt, because it's essentially, without too much talk, yeah. taking care of the environment, the environment. that we work in exactly. through the work that we do as facility managers. I mean, someone else is going to hold the other side. Everybody's going to hold a piece Some of it. Side, but, yeah, exactly. but you as an yeah. FM... What can you do in your activities or your actions, the delivery of your role and responsibility to contribute to um, these SDGs? And, and there's one that's, that is, you know, staring at me very clearly, yeah. SDG 6. It talks about clean water, clean water. And, and sanitation. Yeah. Um, the reason I talk about that is that as an FM, um, the bit about clean water is where you are taking care of the people within your building to make sure that what they consume and what they use for their daily work is clean. It's clean. The other bit is that the water that comes out as waste does not 
affect negatively the people within the immediate environment of where you live. And therefore, it takes me to the important topic of waste management. Mm -hmm. You know, as an FM, Mm -hmm. it's also one area that you can share some thoughts with that on on what some practices, best practices can be on proper waste management as a function of FM in contribution to the sustainability conversation. Conversation. Thank you very much. It reminds me of a meeting we had with the... The, the chief executive officer of um, uh, EPA, mm. Environmental Protection Agency, um, Honorable, uh, bring your name again, Kokofo. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Honorable Kokofo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a meeting with us and he wanted to discuss sustainability in high rise buildings. Mm. Okay, in high rise buildings. And he, he was looking at waste management, he was looking at water, and he was looking at how to manage your elevators. Mm. And, I, and I feel that was very instructing. That was a very good thing that it did in bringing, you know, all the people involved in ensuring proper waste management in our high-rise uh, uh, buildings. Mm. And, 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 yeah, this is very important. I mean, we are building high-rise buildings and we, we, we are not ensuring how we manage our wastes. We are not ensuring how we manage water. We are not ensuring even how we manage uh, fire you know, outbreak. These are all sustainability <laughs> goals. I mean, that must be met exactly. in construction. Exactly. You understand it. And I made mention to him that one of the things that we can do, the buildings, the high-rise buildings that have been built already, okay, let, let, them, let, them, let them be. Mm. Okay, but the new ones that are coming, what measures are we putting in place to check that we ensure that there's proper waste management system in place, there's proper water management system in place. Well, fire. This particular well, area, I'd like us to dwell on it a bit more, sure. but I'd like us to do that when we get interactive with our listeners because it's exactly. so critical. We need to pick up learning points from mm. some of these things. We just want to... We'll be getting interactive in a, in, a, in a very short while. I'll be putting out the numbers shortly, but before we do that, I want to take a quick message from our sponsors. Then we open the phone lines and then we can get interactive all through to the end of the conversation. We'll take a quick message from our sponsors right now. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. In these moments of increasing uncertainties, firms are compelled to seek tailored solutions to reduce risk and grow their businesses. For startup investors, SMEs and business owners, First Code Management Services provides advisory and facilitation support for company formation and business setup, corporate secretarial and business compliance, accounting, research and market entry, as well as training and capacity building. First Code Management Services is your first point of call for your management support services. Talk to us today. Call us on 0302-297-2263 or 0302-297-2264. Look at us at 60A Westlands Boulevard, West Lagon, or visit firstcodelimited.com for more. Industry. Get it right. on-air business development program Joy Business Masterclass is in session and you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 0551 and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention, everyone. Class is in progress. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass here on your Superstation Joy 99.7. And we're here on the show again on Masterclass today discussing facilities management. We're rounding up our conversation today, so we're getting interactive in a few minutes. And when we do get interactive, we'd like you to pick up that phone, give us a call. Let's have a conversation. Let's share some final tidbits and take out on this entire conversation that we've had for the past five weeks. If you want to send us a comment, too, we'll put out the numbers and then you can send us your comment. Just also remind us that we're streaming live on Facebook. Do join us and send your comment and our production crew will make sure that we get it. Before we get interactive, though, I've got some great news for you. If you have any motor vehicle of any kind, Goyle has some great news for you. Now, Goyle is saying that you can use your GH link card to purchase fuel at any of their over 400 stations. They also have the Go card which helps you to purchase fuel. So what Goyle is telling us today, great news, go ahead and use your GH link card to buy fuel and lubricants from all of over the 400 stations across Ghana. Go cashless and protect yourself and stick to all the COVID-19 protocols. Goyle, they say good energy. Goyle, Yenara, 
Yedia. First Code Management Services also has some wonderful news. If you're you have a business of any kind, you started a business, you're already running one, you want to start one and you need help with accounting, with research, market entry, with training, capacity building, with any aspect of your business setup, First Code Management Services are saying, give us a call today on 0302297-2263 or 0302297-2264. You can also send them a message or visit the website at www.firstcodelimited.com. First Code Management Services, they say industry, get it right. Phone lines are now open. Numbers to call 0302216541. That's 0302216541. If you're driving, please do not talk while you drive. We want you to concentrate because we want you to arrive alive. But otherwise, if you're able to park or you're in an office and you're listening to us, you want to be a part of this conversation, 0302216541. Or you can send us your comments on WhatsApp on 055-1111997. That's 055-1111997. Or call us on 0302216541. I beg your pardon. Kwegu? Yeah. Waste management. Waste management. Very briefly, because I've yeah. got a few more minutes. Four I want minutes. to touch on as many things as possible. Okay. So so quickly, I, I I mean, when we talk waste management in facilities management, I think it's right from the design point, okay? The architects are involved here. Architects, are you designing your, your buildings, the mm. high-rise buildings, so that waste management is done easily? Um, so at the creation from our homes, okay, how how are we doing the waste management? Do we separate our our our, our, our wastes? Mm-hmm. You know, things like dry cells, small small things like dry cell. Mm. We mix them with the kitchen, you know, organic, you know, wastes and box them together. At a collection point, it is all put together again and sent glass, to the landfill. paper, everything, uh, metal, um, uh, biodegradable. I'm everything you, is ev- in the same place. In the same place, yeah, in the same place, but. Talking about high-rise building, this is a this is an area that we can do waste separation very easily. You see, because all these people living in the high-rise building, if it's thirty floors and it's four mini houses in 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 a, about about sixty or a hundred families, okay. And then we have. Hold that thought. I think I have point. a caller on the okay. line. Good afternoon. You welcome to Masterclass. Your name and where you're calling from, sir. Hello, my name is Nipete, and I'm calling from Bawi. To me, Ni. Where we live. Yeah, um, I want to contribute on the waste management. What I have observed these days, you know, around my area and most areas in Accra, people tend to be burning their rubbish Mm. instead of disposing them. Mm. And sometimes when you're in your room, this fume is so loud to the extent that it can even choke you. Mm. I wonder why this thing has been looked over. Um, There's this uh, this waste management company that pick our waste. They can be there for over one month, mm. three months, three weeks, one month and over, and they've never come to collect rubbish. Yeah. Yet when it's time for them to come for their money, they are knocking on your doors. Yeah. I mean, we don't take any, we take everything for granted in this country. Yeah. Everything is taken for granted in this country. Mm. I'm happy this thing is going on, and I hope from now, maybe, especially the waste management companies will yeah. set up and be up to their game. Because if you come to my area now and a lot area around the surrounding area, you see a lot of dustbins. People are now forced to buy two, three, four dustbins. Wow. People are forced to buy more than two or three dustbins because your rubbish will be there and for weeks. This um, I think I, I wish I, I'm not remembering the name now. I just put your name across for I think it's fine, Ni. Yeah. Nee. I think <laughs> it's fine. The point is well made. But Ni nee makes a very strong point. I think I have another caller on the line. Let's take note of his consent. People yeah. burning stuff, stuff yeah. indiscriminately, stuff, yeah. and then the rubbish companies or the waste companies not picking up on time. I have another caller on the line. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Your name, where you're calling from, sir? 
Good afternoon. My name is Harrison. I'm calling from Dodoa. Harrison, my brother, how are you? I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm Talk fine. to me. Okay. Uh, on sustainability, I think uh, our architects need to be a little bit, they should step up their game a little uh, with the high-rise buildings. Okay. You know, now we are experiencing, Ghana is experiencing a lot of commercial buildings in the capital. Mm. And then uh, one of the issues that I've been looking for is that uh, uh, we can re-treat or reuse the wastewater. Okay, we can re recycle or reuse the wastewater instead of using it and then uh, channeling it to the drain. Mm. And uh, I believe architects or uh, the engineers involved must be able to come up with a system or the, the systems are already there so that all this uh, wastewater should not go into the drain or shouldn't go to wherever they are channeling it to. But the, the same high-rise building can store the, the used water or the wastewater Retreat and pop it back to the system. Right. For it to be used. Right. I mean, it's doable, it's, it's there. They are, they are doing it. So, in terms of sustainability, a lot of waste that we are generating can be recycled or can be re can be treated and used back in society. In the system, so yes. We need to be thinking at that way if we want to do, want to do proper sustainability. Right. Thank you so much, Harrison. I mean, those are some thoughts also from 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 Harrison, yeah. um, who was. Thank you so much, Harrison, for calling us. And he's talking about recycling exactly. wastewater in other in other jurisdictions. They're recycling this and pumping it back instead of always using new water. Yeah. And the thing is that you make a saving, and then you also prevent the pollution exactly. because instead of dumping it dirty into the and all of this water ends up in the sea anyway. The sea, so. Yeah. Um, he makes a very solid point. He also yeah. talks about improving the design features on our high-rise buildings. And I think you talked about that yeah. also. Yeah. Let's talk about the, the burning and the smoke um, that um, my brother talked about, the, the first caller talked about. Okay, so the first caller, you know, mentioned the challenge of, you know, with uh, management uh, companies not coming to Not pay. picking on time. Is and it, then the that, aspect of indiscriminate burning. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's where the problem starts, you know. It's, it's very wrong to be burning this uh, uh, waste, mm. okay, because we are trying to avoid emitting... CO2s into the atmosphere, mm. and therefore we, you don't want to be burning. Our yes. cars and our motorbikes and our generators are doing a good job all by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they can do bad all by themselves. <laughs> we shouldn't add to it yeah, by burning. Not at all. So no, what we are saying is that if you must burn, use an incinerator. Exactly. An incinerator is not necessarily a big thing. It's like an enclosed space where mm. you, burn in. you burn in. So you can create it. EPA, you can get help from the EPA in terms of the best way to do that. This is our recommendation. If you must burn... Don't burn into the open Don't atmosphere. Burn in an enclosed yeah. space. The waste companies, what's yeah. what's our takeout? What are we saying? Yeah. Both from the FM side and also from, from the waste management companies. Exactly. So we are encouraging is a recycling at the end of the day. Okay. Mm. That's why we are saying that uh, they must up their game by separating, by helping you know, residents to separate their waste, okay? Uh, because sustainability um, um, promotes more of recycling of waste than just putting a everything together and go and dump them in the landfill. Uh, and so they must have, again, they must pick their, you know, wastes in time, mm-hmm. and then they must make sure that they encourage, you know, residents to separate their waste. Uh, some of my colleagues tell me that, look, I will separate it, but no company comes for it. 
Okay. And it's and a big conversation in Ghana. I know a few people, like Environment 360, mm-hmm. um, a few people have started, but mm-hmm. it's such a big conversation. And yeah. I think that, you know, here on Masterclass today, we are adding our voice to that mm-hmm. that appeal. Mm-hmm. Let us all, as a people, begin to cultivate the habit of separating our waste, our waste. from the collection point and the waste collection companies. Please, also help us. When we separate them and you pick them up, don't put them back together. Back together. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> you know, what have we done? Because of the things that are biodegradable, you can create compost for the agricultural sector. Of the things that are plastic, you can recycle. Of the papers. And use them to, do, yeah. to recreate, you know, new things. Exactly. You know, exactly. talk to us also about the, the procurement habits of an FM towards sustainability. And I ask that because I know that in some places they have stopped using plastic cups mm-hmm. and plastic bags. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're using paper. Exactly. Talk to us about that. How that, as a practice of procurement, can contribute to the sustainability. It contributes so so much. But you see, the the, the FM has little power over here. I mean, mm. they, they, you are moving now more to national. You are moving to government now. No, even they in your space. Policy. I mean, if you are a CEO the, or a GM, exactly. At least some of the procurement for the facility comes mm. to you. Exactly. So where it's under your control, what can they do? Oh, so what you can do it? I mean, for instance, your 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 water cups and and what have you. Uh, we have plastic ones and we have paper ones. Exactly. In my space, I want to use paper ones, okay, just to improve, mm-hmm. you know, uh, recycling and improve, mm-hmm. you know, biodegrading of uh, uh, materials in my, exactly. in, my, in my space. Yeah. And I want to use, um, I want to use, I want to, I don't want to go, one of the callers was mentioning about uh, uh, waste management and mm-hmm. then a septic tank system and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Today, today, we, we are, we, there are more technologies coming up and biofill is doing so well, mm. okay, in separating, you know, ways and recycling the water to reuse it again mm. to, I mean, water our compounds and what have you. And we are concreting every space in, in our homes. That's another thing that we'll, we need to make. The green is disappearing. It's disappearing. We're, we're interactive right now. Numbers to call 030 Send us a comment on 055 This is Masterclass. As we have this conversation, a few other things come to my mind. You mm. talked about the fact that we spend majority of our time indoors, yeah. whether it's in our homes or in our offices. Let's, let me start from our homes. Mm. As homeowners, we are all our own facility managers when exactly. it comes to our homes. Nobody's managing that facility for you, for you yes. even if it's managed by a central landlord. Your space is managed by you. Yeah. What are some of the things we can do in our space? Open our windows regularly. Don't always close it up and use the air condition. Um, if you're cooking within the same space, what are some of the practices? Just one or two tidbits. Because what what I want us to do today is to go away with good practices that can help us in the sustainability conversation. What can a homeowner do in their space? Ventilation, lighting, that contributes to their own health and safety and also to the sustainability conversation. Thank God we we have a very good weather in Ghana. Mm. Okay, so why don't you, why, why would you want always to lock yourself up in an AC? Why, 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 why wouldn't you want to open up your windows and allow, you know, natural ventilation to go through your, your, your building? Mm. Why wouldn't you allow natural air to come to light up your space? Okay. Ventilation is very, very key when it comes to um, sick building syndromes. Mm. Okay. You, you, are, you are there in your space alone and you are locked up. You always find yourself in an air condition. You are inhaling so many things that you will not see with this naked eyes, but they are full of... As you say, you will not see. For mm-hmm. those of us who are using air conditions in our homes, mm-hmm. I strongly recommend that you do servicing regularly. Regularly. regularly the thing is, the day regularly. you take out mm-hmm. that screen mm-hmm. under the AC and you see the dirt in, in it, you wonder where that dirt came from because your doors are always closed. And that's why you talk about the, the exactly. sick building syndrome because you, in, you are inhaling it. It is what is sort of um, screening or sieving of the air that comes in. Sure. And if that is dirty, what are you breathing? It's like a filter, mm. you know. Uh, let's also talk about gas leakages in kitchens and the need for ventilation. 
Exactly. Otherwise, so, CO2 and carbon monoxide mm, poisoning. Mm, mm. So most of us keep our bottles in our kitchens a bad practice. We make sure that our bottles are not kept in our in our kitchen. They are kept outside, you know, the kitchen mm. and in the in the open, okay, in the cage. I mean, in the open, so that you don't experience, you know, leakages. And we make sure that we maintain our our our, our gas tools also often our bat- bottles. When normally when we go to fill them, they do that for mm. us. But you must also pay attention to it, okay, because that it's. Uh, very dangerous and it can cause a lot of, you know... Let's come to the workplace. Yeah. Disinfections are, you know, a thing of, mm. of, of the day-to-day mm. because of COVID mm. and fumigations, public mm. health activities. Mm. As an FM, mm. where, is it important to understand the chemicals very, and the residue important. of the chemicals after they've been used within very, your space? Very, Time very. to clean out, ventilate, the effect it has on occupants. Talk very, to us very briefly. Very, important. Yeah. But shortly, you see, because we are not experts, um, 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 I mean, in our homes, and yeah. we cannot be able to tell whether the the chemical being used to fumigate our spaces are hazardous and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Make sure that you are engaging a trained and qualified license. Today, EPA, I think it's EPA, mm. it's licensing uh, businesses that are approved to fumigate your space for you. Don't just call anybody by the street to come and fumigate your space for you, either indoors or outdoors. Make sure that you are engaging a license uh, uh, fumigation company to do that for you because they are licensed and they are trained by the EPA and they are using um, uh, environmentally friendly chemicals to fumigate your space for you. Right. Okay. So let's also talk about um, the other alternatives of power, like you mentioned, yeah. those may not directly be under the, the purview of the FM, but it's it's good to start thinking about them. You talked about wind, you talked about solar, solar. you talked about nuclear, you talked about. Um, I think there were other things you exactly, you, yeah, exactly. You mentioned, so, yeah, yeah. So, so 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 that's also very important. I mean, inverters. People are using inverters, inverters in as today, well. Yeah, you inverters know, as well for yeah. batteries to mm, stop power. Mm, mm. So Why I, is that a good thing to do, and how does it contribute to the conversation? So as much as possible. We are trying to minimize the use of the national grid energy, mm. okay, and turn more into sustainable energy. And when we mention sustainable energy, we are talking about the solars, we are, to, we are talking about the uh, wind, we are talking about um, the fossil fuels and what have you. It's, it's very important because I'm just a human, so we must protect this environment, mm. okay? And, and what, what we... we there's a projection by the UN. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it. But um, if it's the year 2050 or so, they expect that cities will move about 50% to the use of more sustainable energy than using you know, generators and the natural grid and, and what have mm. you. Or is to just to check the emission of CO2s and mm. to protect human life and to protect trees and what have you that will live long on Earth. Our life expectancy will not be reduced to 20 years and, and 30 years. If we don't do this, <laughs> it's going to get there. Yeah, <laughs> Much faster than it should. Much faster than it should. Yeah. Okay. Mm. We've had five weeks of conversation on facilities mm. management. When we started, you tried to do a bit of recap and you touched on the various sure. areas. If we remember nothing from this entire conversation on facilities management, what are some of the key things across the entire conversation that you want us to go away with? We've got just about two minutes to do that. Two minutes to do that. So I, I made mention that um, we talk about maintenance culture in Ghana. And we have a saying that we have a bad maintenance culture in Ghana. And I've said now and again that we don't have bad maintenance culture in Ghana. 
what we lack is education of facilities management and facilities management entails operations and maintenance the backbone mm. of facilities management let's begin to educate ourselves mm. our technical industry to start running uh, um, trainings and, uh, and courses in facilities management when we are educated mm. then we can apply the knowledge to manage our our environment and we go hold that thought for me. I've got a comment on social media. Okay. This one says, Hi, my name is Enyo. I'm a chartered QS. My contribution to your program is for the team to look at mother bodies like RICS. They are the global guidance notes for sustainability. Sustainability encompasses some aspects like adding more windows to reduce the use of ACs and the use of recycled waste for carpets in buildings instead of wood or cement. It's not only waste management, it's a larger topic. Thank you so much, Enyo. You couldn't have said this in a better way, and I hope that we may have the time to further discuss the issue of sustainability, but we are so grateful for your comment, Enyo. Exactly. Um, there's another one here from Nick Solomon. Nick says, the debt you see on the screen under the AC indoor unit is not 100% debt. It also constitutes bioorganisms, Jesus, which is more dangerous than the accumulated dust. So, Please service your conditions. That's Nick Solomon. Nick, thank you so much for um, your comments there. I'm running out of time here. So maybe just one more thing we should take away from this conversation. Exactly. So, maybe so, two so, more so please allow me, allow me yeah. to say thank you once again to you for this opportunity given to the IFMA uh, Ghana chapter. Um, all we are saying is that uh, IFMA chapter is ready. We have opened our doors for training programs. In August, we're going to have um, a professional training program. Just contact us on 020-177. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires goal for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.